hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Monday, my friends. I hope you are all doing absolutely fantastic and awesome on episode, while we join in on episode 559. So I was just chatting with a very lovely client of mine and we were talking about how crazy it has been out there in the internet universe with all of the things that are going on and all of the things that are happening in terms of like different groups being shut down, pages being shut down, ad accounts being shut down, content being reported and, and therefore, you know, block from view and this type of thing. And she asked me, it's really rare, like she actually said to me, oh, you know, what's your, what's your opinion on this? Like, what do you think about all of this? And it's like, ooh, this is, this is kind of fun. You know, most of the time you guys know pretty much like what my opinion and what my stance is on different stuff. Uh, although I do tend to publicly kind of like um, be a little bit uh, not neutral necessarily. It depends on the topic, right? Some things I'm particularly vocal around like when it comes to work, marketing, business, that type of stuff. But when there's other issues going on in the world, I I don't necessarily go and talk about what my full opinion is of, of everything just because sometimes I don't feel like I've got enough to be able to back it up. <laughs> you know, if I've got a stance on something, I'm like, no, this is what I know to be true. And if somebody wanted to come in and debate it with me, I'm like, well, I don't want to debate stuff. But what has been happening and, and the thing that I was talking about was there's lots of, and you've probably seen them, lots of pages, lots of profiles being shut down, being reported, uh, content being blanked out, this type of thing. And, and I thought it was actually something that's probably really crit critical and crucial to be talking about because it's happening more and more and more. Now, for example, I was, there's a, a fabulous fabulous woman in the UK who I think is wildly hilarious. Now, some of you may know this, this I, don't, I don't know her, but some of you may follow her. Uh, she's got awesome international following. Her page name or her profile name is called Totes in a Propes. And she's just like, she talks about drinking wine. She talks about her children. She talks about her husband and she, she laughs at herself and she wears the most fabulous clothes and, you know, dresses in the most, you know, just really kind of cool, funky type of way. And from what I've seen, I don't follow and get like everything of hers through my newsfeed, but there was one particular one that came up in my feed. Um, I think it might've been early last week. And it was where she she learned to run a few years ago, I think maybe five years or so ago. And her and her friend were out running and a guy rode past on a bike and whacked her friend's ass and kept on riding. And they were mortified. I would be mortified, but they were mortified. They ended up going down to the police station. They filed a report. They did all of the things that you needed to do and because they did, they deemed it inappropriate, right? Regardless of what anybody thinks about that particular thing, I think it's a, a violation, but you can think your own thing. And what she did was she wrote about it on her, on her page, on her profile. She did a whole thing about it, said, you know, this is what we've decided to do. Uh, we don't think that it's the right thing. This is the recourse that we took. And that was that. Now, it happened to get picked up by the local paper and it was published in, in the paper about it, but they only, they cherry picked different bits 
out of her blog to republish, which skewed it in a completely different light. So she ended up posting the whole, um, like reposting the whole thing. So this is this is this woman. Now she also runs a created a a running group. I think it's like a running and wine or something. I can't remember what it was called. And there's thirty two one thousand people in this group, right? So it's not a small group. It's not like a, a drop in the ocean group. International fans, international followers in there. And there was a photo. Uh, I've read about this happening actually. Uh, you know, with runners, there's this whole, um, from what I've been told, there's a whole thing, because I'm not a runner, there's this whole thing about you've got to make sure that you're planning out where the toilets are when you run, because like when you're running, you can be miles away from everything, and when you've got to go, you've got to go. And so this, there was somebody apparently had posted a photo of, of an area that they had peed in, and there was a, like the, it was a not overt photo apparently, I didn't see it, I'm just this is secondhand, what I've read this morning. And there was a photo of a bit of leg and a puddle on the ground, right? Now, someone reported that photo or and or Facebook decided it was inappropriate and they've completely shut the group down, right? So her 32,000 people that are in this particular group who are all supporting each other is completely wiped off the face of the Facebook planet, Right? Now, this happens, this is just like the, it's just, this is, I wanted to give you some context about this woman. So she's generally really funny. You know, she just said one thing like last week that was like, this is bullshit. We shouldn't put up with this. And then, you know, her, her group gets shut down. So what I thought was interesting about this, and these are just recent examples of the fact that if you are building your business on social media, if you're building your profile on social media, if you have a group, if you have a page like this one, if you have got a, a, a way of being able to communicate with people because you have gone out and you've, you've amassed your fans, your followers, whatever, then that is really fantastic and that's really awesome, but you can't only allow yourself to have a presence on that particular platform or in that particular group or in that particular page. And the reason why is because it could all be ripped out from underneath you at the click of a finger, at the press of an enter button, at, you know, the Facebook gods deeming that or their, their AI process often that tends to happen, uh, deems it inappropriate and not okay and bang, you're gone. Now, I've seen this happen on Instagram. Facebook owns Instagram, incidentally. Uh, I've seen this happen on Facebook. I've seen it happen with groups. I've seen it happen in all manner of places in all different industries, right? So it's not just the internet marketing industry. It's not just business coaches. It's not just psychologists. It's not just authors. It's not just horse coaches. You know, there's this can happen to anyone, anytime, anywhere. And what we've got to get better at doing is not relying on just one platform. Now, for me, something that I have talked about at length and passionately and very vehemently over the last, probably specifically over the last five years, I've been saying, right, you've got to have your website, you've got to have a presence on Facebook. And you should have a presence on one other platform. Now, typically what I would say to you is that if, you're, if your market are very professional people or corporate, then you probably need to be on LinkedIn. If it's anyone else other than that, then you're probably going to go and spend, some, spend your time on Instagram. So I really 
advocated for, and I've written about it even in my in the books that are that are published. I've talked about the three pillar rule, right? So you've got your website, Facebook, and and Instagram, and or LinkedIn. Now, the problem with this is that if you have only got these two things going on, and we know that you know you might be spending a lot of time on Facebook, but not much time on anything else. Hey, Kate, how are you? If your stuff gets shut down and you've been relying on that to make money, to generate leads, to have a presence, to build presence, to build community, you are screwed, right? And and you cannot, you guys, I can't stress this enough, you cannot afford to be in that position. So here's what you need to do today based on, you know, the 15th of March, 2021. My advice to you is this, be on more than one platform. Now, you don't have to be on every single platform, but but choose, you know, maybe three or four that you can really work to try and build community where you can try and build presence so that if something gets ripped out from underneath you, you've got, you've already got a head start right now. Hopefully you don't ever experience a platform being pulled out from underneath you or your group being shut down or your page being shut down or your ads account being shut down. But we've got to be really smart about it because the world is changing, right? We are not able to say as many things as we've been, as we've wanted to say in the past or as we've been able to say in the past. Things are, things are really different. We live in a different world. So you've got to create an insurance policy for yourself. Now, one of the things with being on, on more than just one or two platforms is you don't necessarily have to go out there and create content, fresh, different content for those different platforms. Right, So if you decide to really go in and invest some time, and it's an investment, invest some time in Twitter, let's say building and amassing your followers. If you want to go and spend time on TikTok or Snapchat or whatever platform you decide to go Clubhouse, wherever it is, excuse me, that you decide to go and be, it is an investment, but you can repurpose a lot of your content you're already creating on those other platforms. So it's efficient. Right? I don't want you having to double down on your time that you're spending on social media unless you have the time and you want to do that. The other thing that you need to do is you've got to be building your email list. And this is something that I've said for over a decade. <laughs> you've got to be building your email list and you've got to be building connection through that email list. So what that means is that we want to use the social media platforms where you have your presence and you say, hey, you know what, I, I, I communicate regularly in, via email, you can access that here. Hey, I've got this free resource for you. Put your information in and, and I'll send it to you. So we've got to be getting people over on your email list because if your Facebook page gets closed down or your Instagram profile gets shut down or your LinkedIn profile gets shut down or whatever platforms you happen to be on, you've got a way of being able to communicate with your people. Now, I was asked the question, so, you know, what is your email list even worth? It's like, well, if, you know, if you don't do anything with it, it's worth sweet fuck all, right? It's worth nothing. You can't, if you're not doing anything with it, if you're not using it, if you're not building connection through it, if you're not able to grow and build relationships through there, then it's worth jack. Like if nobody's buying through your list, then it doesn't, it's not worth anything. It's no different to you going out and buying a whole bunch of fans and followers for social media, which you can do, by the way, there's platforms and programs that do that. 
You could go out and buy a whole bunch of fans and fans and followers, but if you don't ever show up and create content, if you're not connecting, if you're not conversing, hi Jacqueline, if you're not going out there actually talking to the people out there, then your social media platform's not worth anything. I um I had a, another lady actually say to me today, she goes, Oh my god, you know, I all of this stuff that I'm doing. I've been able to really find the people that I want to help and, I'm, and I've, I've never had this before. I'm 10 times in the money that I spend in Facebook. This is amazing. You know, I've got to come back and do more of this. Said, well, you know, maybe that could be a good idea. So, you know, we've got to use the resources that you're investing with to generate a return on investment. So I want you to think about it like this, regardless of whether it's social media or whether it's email marketing, your job your whole entire job is to obviously connect, engage, and monetize, right? But I want you to think about it like this. All of the people out there in the internet, all of these people out there in the universe, they're all milling around. Now, when they come into contact with you, it's almost like we go from being all the way out here to kind of like imagine that everybody's all, you can't see above my I can't see it off my head, right? So we've got all of these people over in here now instead of being all over here. So the funnel gets smaller, right? The space gets smaller because there's more condensed people in here. These are your prospects. These are the people that are not buying from you. They're not 100% sure yet whether they know you like you trust you. They don't know yet that you are their person, right? So they're out there just kind of like milling around in the internet, learning from whoever, doing whatever, but maybe they're kind of curious about you. Your job, your whole entire job, is to help them to see that you are the person for them or to go, you're not the person for them, right? They've got the ability to make their own choices and decisions, which is the gift of human nature. It's fantastic. So what we need to do is we need to shift people from knowing that they are a prospect of yours to becoming a customer or a client. So we've got prospect or like general people, then we've got prospects, then we've got customers, and then we've got clients. Now, some people, if they, like some people will never become a customer, some people will never become a client, they're just always gonna sit there being prospects and, and some people will bounce out and that's cool. Your job is not to uh, like hoodwink them or strong arm them to, to move through this funnel, through that pipeline. It's about just going, hey, you know, if you, if you want to buy from me, here's how you can do that. And then you can buy something more if you want. Now, the difference between a customer and a client to me, a customer is someone who buys something from you, but you don't really have a relationship. So if you were to buy one of my books, either Visible or Into the Spotlight, and that was the only thing that you, or a mug or something like that, and if that was the only thing that you ever bought from me, then that's cool. You're a customer of mine, right? I, I Unfortunately, if, if that's all you're purchasing, I don't really probably know you. You know, I probably haven't had any sense of interaction with you. I probably don't know about your business. I probably don't know about your family. You know, I probably don't know a whole lot about you. So you're a customer. However, when you're a client and you might have spent $70 or $100 for in a program of mine versus 30 bucks, you know, th th that stuff is kind of anonymous buying. If you've bought a program, even like Contentology, which is like $97, 
you know, I consider you guys, I, I would consider you a client. You're under my care. You're under my mentorship. You're under my coaching. You're under my wing. You know, I've, I've got your back. I know a bit more about you. I know a bit more about your business. I know a bit more about what you're doing. I probably know a bit more about your family, probably know a bit more about your likes and your dislikes and those kinds of things because, you know, we've got a bit more interaction happening. So we've got to always think of our pipeline that we're building and how you're, you're, you're moving people from being a prospect to either a client or a customer. Otherwise, you're not going to make any money. Right. And then it's just it's all everybody's just always prospects. You make no money, you declare everything a waste of time. And, you know, that just is not very fun. So when you're doing that, most people, when they're on your email list, you can see how how you're able to build those relationships with people. You can offer them more value. You can re-engage with them. You can build conversation with them. You can keep offering offering value, offering value, offering value, and that's your job through there. So if you don't have, you don't have to have huge amounts of fans or followers on social media, right? You, you don't in order to make money or in order to help people. What you, what you do need to be able to do though is have a way of pulling people through your pipeline. Now, if you get like anything, like if you get a kink in that pipeline and you've got no way of building that relationship outside of social media, you've effectively just snapped your whole ability to make money, which is bad, right? You, you don't want that. You've just gone and spent so much time, money and energy into building this thing. You've got to have a way of being able to pull people through. Hey, Zana, how are you? So that's the thing that I think you need to be doing. And well, I don't think you need to be doing, I know you need to be doing, but it is more important now. I have not seen so many pages be shut down. I've not seen so many people be banned for 24 hours, 48 hours, like some people a week, some people are banned for a month. It's just, it's insane. And I'm not sharing this with you to scare you or to perpetuate any type of fear mongering. I'm sharing with this you sharing this with you so that you can make smart business decisions. And the smart business decision is not putting all your eggs in one basket. So the thing that I would be doing, if I was shut down from my page, if my whole page got shut down like touch wood that that never happens because I would cry. But what I would do is I'd go straight to my email list, I'd go straight to Instagram, I'd go straight over to LinkedIn, I'd go I've got my podcast channel, I've got SoundCloud, like I've got other ways of being able to talk to people and I would just go going, all right, how can I double down on on some of those other platforms? But we don't want to leave it to the last minute to put something like this in place. So please, for the love of all things holy, be on, start building and growing your presence by multi-purposing your content, right? Use it in different ways. I've, I've talked about this before. So use your content on different platforms and in different ways. Make sure you're growing your fans and followers on these different platforms. Most of all, though, make sure that you are growing and building your email list because that gives you the ability to get back in touch with people, to add more value no matter what's going on. It's like an insurance policy. You may never need it, but if you do, you'll be thanking me for it. So please, just make sure that you do that because it's too freaking scary. Um, 
this other stuff that's going on and people being, you know, cancelled, shut down, shut out, all of this kind of thing. So that is my stance on that. Now, of course, in the, in the scheme of all of that, we have got visible, the immersive experience happening uh, next week. And yes, we will be going through parts of this actually in there because a big thing that you need to do in order to get people on your email list is give them something of value in exchange for getting on there, right? So we're talking about lead magnets. We're talking about ethical, good things that you can be giving in order to get people onto your email list so that you can stay in communication. We're looking at different ways for you to stand out, obviously, and be seen as the rock star, the badass rock star that you are, and find a way to really find your voice and help the people out there that, that you really want to help. So that is all of that. If you've got any questions about that, make sure you let me know. The bottom line is this. You can't afford to only be on one platform these days. You cannot, and, and it's uncomfortable, and it's time-consuming, and that is the cost of using social media at the minute. You can't only be on one platform. Make sure you're growing your email list, make sure you're adding value, and make sure you're showing up regularly, daily ideally, but make sure you're showing up regularly in order to help people and grow and build those relationships. All right? That's my, I feel like it's a bit more of a sermon today than an entertainment factor. But obviously, I'm really passionate about this because, you know, it would break my heart for you to say, oh, Nick, you know, I heard you say this thing and you've been talking about it for so long and I didn't do it and I'm screwed. You know, please just, and, and it's the same with your groups. Like you can't just have one place where you're, uh, where you're showing up. So on that note, I'm going to love you and leave you. Happy Monday. Get out there, go help some people. Have a whole ton of fun doing it. And I will see you tomorrow, but not before you remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesome. All right, everyone. Take care.